From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Morning Edition. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. It's Monday, February 26th. Let's get started. Then I woke up and then I see this red smoke and then I open the window and then look at it. My God. A terrifying night for some neighbors in San Francisco. Tesla's set on fire and it's all caught on camera. But we're still looking for answers this morning. Many people in Daly City want to keep the garden. People who live in the community would like quality education for their children. A controversial project splitting the Daly City community. The garden creating a divide ahead of a big vote tonight. We also want to come together and just show that there's joy in being black. Another reason to hit the streets, a grand celebration of happiness in Oakland at the end of Black History Month. And then she sent another text saying, hey, sorry, you know, uh, we will, we're not going to do, uh, we, we will not need this order. A crushing moment for a South Bay Pie Bakery, but it turned into just another example of you in the community stepping up. Oh, pies and parades. What a great way to start this Monday morning. I'm Nicole Zalumis, and I'm so happy that the band's all back together. It's Here been a while. It has been a while. Wow, can we just talk about that line, though, outside that pie shop? Can we just talk about pie? Oh, let's talk about pie, too. I'm Gianna Franco. <laughs> and I'm Reed Cowan. Pie and people, of course, it's so nice to have you with us. You are our people, don't you forget it. Let's take a live look outside this beautiful Monday morning. We hope you have a great week on tap. And look at that, the sky is starting to paint a lot of color out there. We hope the day is going to be equally colorful and beautiful there here in the Bay Area. And Jess joins us now. And Jess, if we could put in a cheer sound effect, we would right now because <laughs> that weekend was just like butter. Oh, it was absolutely amazing. I mean, perfect timing, too, for lots of community events that happened over the Bay Area or over the weekend here in the Bay Area. And as we wake up and head out the door this morning to start off school and work, well, we're waking up to the 40s down near San Jose with partly cloudy skies in the forecast for us. Later into this afternoon, we could see a quick splash of showers in local communities down in the South Bay, potentially some up in the North Bay, too, but it's really light in the grand scheme of things. And after today, we're clearing up nicely as we head into our Tuesday and Wednesday forecast with plenty of sunshine. We're going to get rid of the clouds after today. We're going to see warmer temperatures in the forecast for us tomorrow, lasting into our Wednesday setup, too. So let's dive into that a little bit. Starting off with today, our rain chances increased just a little bit heading into this afternoon for local communities. It starts to clear up, though, real fast as we head into our Tuesday and Wednesday forecast. But the dry break comes to an end as we head into Wednesday night. Heavy showers starting to build in from offshore in our long-range models as we get closer and closer to the weekend. But it's still Monday right now. And let's take a look at what I meant when I was talking about just some light showers in the forecast for us. See those little speckles of green on our map? Those are those light traces of showers with these cloudy conditions that could impact your commute heading to work or school today. This is now into the lunchtime hour, though, down near Santa Cruz. That's where we're seeing some of the moderate showers in the forecast. But that continues to sweep to the south, and then we're left with drier conditions throughout the rest of the day today, which many of us are already experiencing and will continue to experience. And that'll be the case for us Tuesday, lasting into Wednesday. Remember, though, Thursday is when we start 
start to see that break in the forecast when it comes to heavier showers building in from offshore. And I'm going to show you that coming up in just a bit. G. All right, just thank you. Let's talk about the roadways right now. It's busy already at the Bay Bridge Toll Plaza, but it's right about that time like clockwork. Those metering lights are on and we're tracking those brake lights from there as you head across the upper deck into San Francisco. Lower deck of the uh, Richmond, Richmond San Rafael Bridge, the eastbound direction. If you are headed through there, everything is now clear. Now we had some earlier troubles there due to road work, but everything is pretty quiet. South 880, though, that's getting busy as you head from that Castro Valley Y into Hayward and we're already tracking brake lights near Paseo Grande. Reed. All right, let's talk about that breaking news we've been following out of Contra Costa County in the form of a lockdown. So listen up. If you live in the area of Montalvin Manor, uh, the sheriff's department there continuing with a message, and that is this. Close and lock your windows and doors. Maybe even call your neighbor. Let your neighbor know in case they didn't get the word. So we don't know a lot about this. What we do have is a map to show you this is the very wide area of that lockdown, the area affected. Law enforcement activity, that's the best explanation we have near Rachel Road and Heather Drive. That's just north of San Pablo. Again, police saying lock up all entrances to your property this morning and wait for word. Our news team, we're also waiting from police to get the answers, and we'll update you as soon as we get them. Developing this morning, another Bay Area school district seeing a cash crunch. School leaders in Daly City say that they need to lease and develop land that they own to help fund education opportunities for students and ease the city's housing shortage. Opponents of the district's plan say that it comes at a cost, losing a beloved community garden. Sean Chitness is live this morning in Daly City ahead of a city council vote to give this project final approval. Sean, good morning to you once again passionate people on both sides of this. Nicole, absolutely. They really are arguing over what they believe is best for this community. So the garden itself is located behind the building you see over my shoulder. That is the district headquarters. Now they are moving no matter what, but they want to be able to develop that entire land, not just the building, but the garden behind it. They hope it can join what's already here. If you look over to the side, you can see that there is some housing units that are already on this site. But before that, those who support the garden say that they don't want to see it go because one, they don't believe that this plan will actually help the district in the way that they are saying. But two, they don't want to see that garden go because they believe there is nothing else like it here in Daly City. From behind the gate, you may not know all that is growing inside this community garden. These are all grapes, all grapevines. But a tour of this place from Eric Campbell shows you just how much it has to offer. Want to see something different? Notice something crazy? And he's not the only one that has made it a part of their regular routine as a source for food and a place to learn about nature. Many people in Daly City want to keep the garden and preserve what we have. District leaders say the garden isn't sustainable, though. When they move their headquarters, that takes away the resources needed to support it. Plus, legally, they don't believe they can keep operating the garden as it is right now. They say the Saramonte del Rey project gives them the chance to better serve their students and families. Kalima Salahuddin is on the Jefferson Union High School District Board. 
people who live in the community would like quality education for their children, and we can't do that if we're not able to raise the revenue in order to do so. She says the district plans to negotiate leases with developers to build apartments, including low-income housing and units designated for staff and faculty. The district will still own the land, and money collected from the leases will go toward its general fund, a way to avoid more taxes. Daly City does not have the income that will be able to afford market rate in the Bay Area. Supporters of the garden say the new homes will be too expensive. District leaders push back, arguing market rate apartments still help to address the housing shortage, along with the affordable housing units designated in the project. As somebody herself who struggled with housing that has been homeless in the past, you know, I wanted to build something that um, would be inclusive of all types of people in all types of financial situations. The plan also includes green spaces and a new community garden. But those who love this one already here say a lot will be lost when it's gone. This land right here is ancestral homelands of the Ramaytush. Kata Gomes is a Ramatush descendant. The garden has taken on special meaning for members of the indigenous community. It's part of our culture. It's part of who we are. Our ancestors are buried in this soil for thousands of years. But the district says while it recognizes they exist on the ancestral homeland of the Ramatush Ohlone people, they were unable to find any record of an indigenous presence on this site. We continue to be open to having discussions about how to program the green space that's available here. Um, we're willing to work with uh, anyone who wants to work with us. An opportunity to create a new gathering place that can bring a community together, hoping to become another step closer to reality. But it still separates that community today on whether it's in the best interest for Daly City. So supporters of that community garden plan to be at that city council meeting tonight during the public comment period. They want to try and convince elected leaders that there may be some other way to get the financial support the district needs without this project. The district itself wants to point out that they have done this before in terms of the approach of developing and leasing land. They say they did that 30 years ago and they are still collecting money from that project. Nicole, back to you. All right. Very useful information, Sean. Thank you. Another chapter in what's been a revolving door of police chief leadership in Antioch following scandal for that department. Today is day one on the job for an interim police chief there. Brian Addington stepping in until Antioch leaders find a permanent replacement. It's really been a tumultuous time, right? Multiple officers are under an FBI investigation over racist text messages and other alleged misconduct. Nearly a year later, dozens are still on leave. First ever Police Oversight Commission now lords over, over that scandal-plagued department. To San Francisco Live this morning, good morning to you who are wanting an explanation about reoccurring power outages. Well, today, help is on the way. A supervisor will hold a hearing in pursuit of answers. We're talking about Myrna Melgar calling out PG&E about lights out, even when the weather does not appear to be a factor. 